The Golden Valley's 95.3 Triple M. Well, I've been so lucky today to have a very special guest on the line from one of the biggest bands in the world and certainly in the UK. I'm talking about Snow Patrol, who burst onto the international music scene in the late 90s and, of course, experienced huge success in the 2000s and indeed continue to celebrate uh, a lot of success. And uh, I've got Gary Lightbody on the phone, who is one of the original members, founders and guitar players. G'day, Gary, thank you for your time. Uh, hi there. How's it going? You all right, Bill? I'm doing very well, thank you, mate. Now, I have so many questions for you as a fan, but I want to kick it off with your uh, with the start of the band, how it all formed. Now, it was about 1994. You're at university in Scotland. Have I got that right? Yes, yes. So I'm, I, I was uh, born and brought up in Northern Ireland. I went to university in Dundee, Scotland, and on the first day at Dundee, I met I was introduced to um, another guy who happened to be from Northern Ireland um, uh, called Mark McClellan, and we started a band together on the first day. So I went to I went to Scotland to start a Northern Irish band, which, uh, <laughs> which is obviously very logical. Now, of course, uh, having formed that band, did you did you quickly put turn your focus from lectures uh, to to the band? <laughs> Yeah, let's say that um, my my studies kind of took a bit of a back seat uh, for a while. Um, I managed to uh, get my degree in the end, but I I, I did I did struggle um, I did struggle with my studies a bit. Mark was um, extremely smart. He was doing financial economics. He actually finished top of his class. Um, he was that good. Um, I did not finish top of my class. <laughs> Far from it. <laughs> Isn't that annoying? Those people that don't have to try very hard, but just do very well at school and university and everything. Well, yeah. I mean, he uh, he was uh, you know he was he was a very very smart man. But uh, um, I uh, uh, I just I was I was a very typical sort of C student that um, that if I worked really really hard, I could get maybe a C plus, and if I didn't work very hard, I would not pass. So uh, I was. Um, I was on tour a lot, and let's just say I was bribing my uh, tutors with thank yous on album covers and single covers. <laughs> oh well, very, very efficient, very good thinking. Now I want to talk about yeah, yeah. I want to talk about the music scene that inspired you, Gary, uh, in 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 Scotland, in, in Northern Ireland. What were the bands uh, that were a big inspiration on you? Um, growing up in Northern, I mean, you see, I was listening to a lot of American um, bands when I was uh, a kid, you know, um, and well, actually, one one Australian band in particular, um, ACDC, that um, that were you know big part of my life. I listened to a lot of heavy metal and rock music when up until I was about uh, sort of fifteen, sixteen, and then of course Nirvana rock as well, but a very different kind of rock. Um, and they introduced me to, you know, listening to Nirvana and reading everything that Kirk Cobain said in any music magazine I could find. Um, I just learned about all the bands that he loved, you know, bands like Mud Honey and Sabado and the Vaselines and Teenage Fan Club and uh, the Pixies and, you know, like Northern Ireland. Not a lot of bands came to Northern Ireland to play because of the troubles. Um, so, um, you know, it's like we would kind of discover bands by um word of mouth rather than bands actually coming to the country but nirvana in 1992 did come to belfast and that was the second gig that i ever saw in my life was nirvana teenage fan club and the breeders all in the one gig 
and it's still the greatest gig I've ever seen. Oh, my God. Gary, you literally have just been to what would be my dream gig. Uh, Nirvana were a massive influence on me. They actually got me into playing the drums. And, you know, again, it's, it's very much like that, isn't it? You, you have your favourite band, you study everything about them, and then that sort of leads you down the rabbit hole of getting into the Beatles, into Led Zeppelin, you know, into all these other bands that influence them and their sound. So, uh, obviously, that was very, very big for you. And, of course, you put a lot of that influence correct me if I'm wrong, into those early Snow Patrol recordings? Yeah, no, the early Snow Patrol stuff was was very... Um, I mean, Sabato uh, were... probably were my favourite band. Like, they probably eclipsed everybody. Lou Barlow was my one of my favourite songwriters of all time. Um, and uh, that they were kind of the... In fact, people say that I sound like them, even though I'm, I don't sing with an American accent. I don't... Uh, it's just our tone. I probably listened to them so much that our tones probably match in some ways. But uh, I didn't try and sound like them, but it's it's just uh, one of those things that sort of seeps in over the years. I think I used to, when I was like 15, 16, sound a bit like Eddie Vedder because I was listening <laughs> to a lot of Pearl Jam. But um, it's... Uh, it's um, I guess we our first certainly our first record was very American kind of alternative kind of sounding, and then our second record we started to find like um, we started to mess around a little bit with some of the things that we would do in the future, like more um, getting a little bit more expansive. And then our third record, obviously, I learned how to write a chorus, which I'd never been able to do before, and things started to change. But it was all a very gradual and very um, natural progression. You know, nobody said you guys need to do this to become this. We didn't know what we were doing ever, really, you know, um, and still don't. Um, <laughs> we just make the music that feels comes natural to us, you know. It was just one of those lucky things that it also happened to be, um, you know, I, I'm from the third album onwards, music that people wanted to hear. Now, when you say the third album, Gary... Are Not you everybody wants to hear, I realise that. But <laughs> oh, they do, trust <laughs> me, particularly here in Australia. Now, uh, the third album, uh, is that was that Eyes Open? That's, that's, that's the one that really catapulted you to international success. It was one of the biggest selling albums in UK history, I believe still is, uh, with so many hits uh, on, uh, on that album. And uh, I believe it's had over a billion streams. I'm talking about Chasing Cars, uh, which is, which is just such a beautiful song. Uh, I want to talk about how uh, that album, that song came about and how you dealt with the immediate success of that album and the band. Well, that was our fourth album. Fourth. But our fir- third album was Final Straw that had Run on it and uh, Chocolate and things, things that were hits as well. But, but obviously Eyes Open you know, eclipsed everything we'd done before. But Final Straw ended up selling sold some four or five million albums. Um, and it, uh, so it was kind of the first album that we were, that, that, that sort of put us in the spotlight and changed everything. You know, we went from 10 years of um, playing to nobody, um, sleeping in the back of kind of crappy uh, vans um, and uh, on top of the equipment, you know, um, to like playing to, you know, one gig would be 3,000 people, next gig would be 4,000, next gig would be 5,000. You know, it just kept going up and up and up. And we had to learn very quickly. We had a very steep learning curve mm. um, uh, in those sort of two years. And that led into the, um, to making the Eyes Open record, which ended up being our biggest selling record, you know, of, uh, you know ever. Um, and, uh, you know, it was, it was just a bonkers time, really, from that, from 2004 mm. to 
2012 when we went off the road for the first time, mm. um, having made, you know, four albums and toured the, each album for two years, you know, almost. Mm. Um, so it was, uh, it, by the time that that had kind of finished, I don't think anybody knew which way was up anymore. <laughs> <Which is why laughs> we took a little bit, took a little bit of time off. Now, of course, uh, you you've sold 17 million albums in total, Gary. Uh, that's the numbers I've got here. Uh, you've got a brand new album mm-hmm. uh, that you're bringing out called Reworked, which is coming out on the 8th of November. Uh, you've got uh, a lot of your uh, uh, your big hits on this album that you've reworked, hence the title, and some new music as well. Yes, yes. Um, so all, hopefully, songs that people um, know. By looking at the back cover of the album, you'll know, you'll recognise the songs. But when you listen to them, they're going to be they're very different versions. Um, and uh, these are versions that we've recorded over the course of the Wildness uh, tour in hotel rooms and dressing rooms and um, just any time that we've had spare to do. And uh, it's been you know it's sort of been a labour of love. But Johnny McDade especially like um, worked so damn hard on this record, just um, producing it and um, and getting it all together. And uh, you know his uh, his extraordinary energy and effort went into this album, uh, you know, and uh, I'm very grateful to him. And so, of course, you're very, you're very proud of this effort. Are there any particular memories that come back listening to some of these uh, tracks for you, Gary? Um, yeah, I mean, there's a version of Run, um, which uh, ended up being a, a, a hit, in the, uh, you know, uh, for us. And, and then, you know, like we've, you know, it's kind of a big song, has a big chorus, and in this, the the new version of this song is just pretty much just voices. It's just um, a kind of a choral arrangement that just makes the song. Uh, it's just it's really extraordinary, I, I think, and I, I can say that because um, it was arranged by Johnny McDade. It wasn't arranged by me, so I'm not really complimenting myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I might have I might have written the song, but he definitely definitely um, was the was the brains behind this version of it, most definitely. Well, um, and yeah. he's done you know an extraordinary work on it. He certainly has. Well, Gary, I know we've got to wrap it up. I want to congratulate you of twenty five years of Snow Patrol. You've had so much success. You've written so much great music that's been a great influence on me and indeed our listeners here at Triple M. All the best uh, with the release of Reworked on the eighth of November. Gary Lightbody from Snow Patrol. Thank you so much for your time. Well, thank you. It was lovely to talk to you. Take care.